Okay, what about now? Can you hear me now? I switched off of my microphone and into my earpiece. Can you hear me? If not, we're going to have to end this and reschedule because I don't know what's going on. So, as I wait for you to respond, I will go back over loud and clear, Buckaroo. Amen. All right. So, tonight on Off the Wire, sanity in the boxing world. Woman dies in hospital after guards murder her for her mask being too low. Doctor arrested for vax passports and fake shots. Britain is going full tyranny, and it's terrifying. Let's get into it. But first, let's get to our sponsor. DYSDO.com. DSYDO is a libertarian owned t shirt company with designs intended to start a conversation. Use code CAJUN15. That's Cajun15 for 15% off your order at DISDO.com. That's DSYDO.com. DSYDO.com. All right. I will try to figure out what's going on with my microphone. Uh, I changed nothing, and for some reason, it just quit working on me. No idea what's going on there. So that being said, if there's any more issues, please let me know. I've got the audio turned up all the way I possibly can. And that's all I can do. So I will try to speak loud and clear. So the first article that we're going to talk about, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, is the sanity in the boxing world. And this is from Tim Cast News. World boxing to create transgender category for com competitors. Right. We're not going to spend much time on this because you got basically all of it right there in the headline. That's sanity. No, you don't want men boxing women. That's ridiculous. It's absurdly stupid. Men should not be involved in women's sports whatsoever. Absolutely. I don't care about how that affects your feelings whatsoever. Um, we need to get back to sanity. We need to get back to logic and biological science. All right? We're not, I'm not going to adopt your ridiculously stupid uh well, not yours, obviously. Most people that watch the show would agree. The vast majority of people in the world agree that that's absurd. Oh, by the way, DSYDO shirt company, wearing mine right here, abolish the FBI. Also under it, abolish the ATF. Do it, do it now. All right, so let's read a little bit from this article. The World Boxing Council will offer the new category for the first time in 2023. The division will follow an at-birth rule, meaning boxers will only fight other athletes who are assigned to the same gender at birth. For example, a boxer who identifies as a transgender man who was born female would be scheduled to fight another person in the, in the division who was also female at birth. Quote, we are going to put out a global call for those who are interested in 2023, and we will set up the, set up the protocols, start consultation, and most likely create a league and a tournament, said w, uh, World Boxing Organization President Mariacho Salumon. I hope I said that right. Oh, that sounds a lot like sorrow mine. Anyway, while speaking with the telegraph, quoting again, it is time to do this. And we are doing this because of safety and inclusion. Fair, both accurate. Uh, again, more quotes. We have been the leaders in rules for women's boxing. So the dangers of a man of a sorry. So the dangers of a man fighting a woman will never happen because of what we are going to put in place said the CEO. In boxing, a man fighting a woman must never be accepted regardless of gender change. Correct. Basic logic insanity. 
It's amazing we were having to talk. Like, how far have we gotten? We even have to talk about this. Like, no. There are massive physiological differences between men and women. It doesn't matter how you feel on the inside, whatever. You do you if you're a grown person. But no, no. I'm a lifelong athlete. Trained with women. Well, at that time, it was girls. Yeah, very good. That Scientific Libertarian 2.0, starting off with good news. Amen. I wanted to say, I've got another good news article, uh, or I think it's good news anyway. So, like some good news. We need to inject some good news back into our country. Our society is just a doom and gloom mess. All right. <clears throat> there should be no gray area around this. And we want to go into it with transparency and the uh, correct decisions, the WP, WBC president added. Woman to man or man to woman, transgender will change. Uh, Change will never be allowed to fight a different gender by birth. That was worded weirdly. Let me read that again. Woman to man or man to woman, transgender change will never be allowed to fight a different gender by birth. Uh, the president also said previously, he stressed that the profound differences between male and female boxers during Instagram live in 2020. Yes, there are massive differences physiologically between men and women. Okay. This is ridiculous that we have to talk about it, but thank God we have some sanity coming back and lo and behold, it's in the sports world. Color me shocked, right? At that time, he said his organization did not quote, accept transgender boxing end quote. Uh, quoting again, there's only male and female. There's no in between. That is correct. People say it has to be the same. So you mean we have to do pregnancy tests for men as well? I mean, it's a really big difference, he said, per MMA news. That last line is just pretty funny. Uh, it looks like this person is definitely kind of is course correcting on his own, right? Because he initially was like, we're not doing this whatsoever. And I'm like, well, you know, I get it. But at the same time, if they want to box, they want to box. And this is what I've been saying the whole time. You don't need to let men be fighting women or, or playing in women's sports. It's funny how it's never worked the other way around. Is funny the right word? No, sanity is the right word. So create their own division. This is perfectly common sense. Create a division. Let them fight each other. That's it. End of discussion. It's just, it's, it's both great and good news, like Scientific Libertarian said, but it's also just, again, I can't wrap my head around the fact that we're even talking about this. This is just so ridiculous and nonsensical so all right no not so good news guards will not be charged after toronto woman died while in custody for not masking this is from the post millennial um by the way I'm, i try to always quote you the source of where i'm getting this stuff the world boxing to create transgender ca category for competitors is tim cast news this is from the post millennial guards will not be charged after toronto woman died while in custody for not masking you can't make this up you can't make this up like when are we going to start this is a double edged uh story right here because for one they, they, they murdered a woman because she wasn't wearing her mask properly unbelievable two are we ever ever going to get to the point where we hold law enforcement accountable and these people probably aren't even law enforcement they're just guards at the hospital and when you hear the reason why it just makes me want to throw up and just bash my face against the wall all right, let's get into it. Guards will not be charged after Toronto woman died while in custody for not masking. The guard allegedly pushed Warner, Warner, 
I think I'm saying that right. Warriner, something like that, against the wall, and then restrained her on the ground. She was then moved away by guards while unconscious. She died in the hospital, the same hospital she was already in, 16 days later. <laughs> here's here's another big kicker. Newly released security of security video from the Toronto General Hospital shows the moments that led up to the woman's death after she refused to wear a mask. By the way, you'll hear it later on in here, like five seconds. She was wearing a mask. It was just on her chin. It wasn't all the way over her face. This is just maddening. It's maddening. You have the security foot. All right, let me not let me not spoiler alert it. You have the security footage. How are these people not going to prison for life? They murdered her. Over something that we all know and has been debunked for years doesn't do anything whatsoever when it comes to the China virus. Danielle Stephanie Warner died after an incident with security guards at the hospital in May of 2020. So it's an older story, but I just now staggered across it. An, entire, <clears throat> excuse me, an Ontario judge struck down the case that was set to start in May. The judge struck it down. Uh, Nick asked Toronto, Canada. Yes, sir. Yep. I usually don't like messing around with uh, stories that don't that aren't in our country, but some of this stuff kind of sets a precedent, and it's just so dramatic. Like you got to talk about. It. I mean, the last story I'm going to talk about is is in Britain. It's an amazing story. And remember, a lot of times when they set these standards in like the UK or in Canada, they often filter down to us. It's usually a precursor to what we have to deal with in the coming years. Quote from her sister. She was a very tiny woman who was clearly unwell, sitting, dealing with respiratory distress, and they wrangled her to death. There was no lawful reason for them to have to put to have to ever put her hand, put their hands on her. This ought to have been put to a trial, says her sister. Warner was suffering from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is COPD. Is, is what leads up to emphysema, if you don't know, uh, and decided that she would go to the hospital. She was presumed to have COVID, though a later test would show that she did not have COVID. Video from the incident shows Warner at the, at the Toronto hospital's lobby in a medical gown with a mask on her chin. She was told to put on the mask and was then approached by security. The incident between the guards and Warner is shown is now shown on the security cameras as it was turned by another guard. He says he did so because he panicked and got really anxious. Oh. Amazing. I cannot tell you how much this infuriates me because this is this is exactly what we deal with right here with our own law enforcement. It's absolutely ridiculous these people are out of control they're absolute tyrants and it's all egotistically based it's disgusting and people are literally getting murdered for it all right the incident between the guards and warners now shown on screen uh, I, I read that part her copd was found to be a possible contributor to her death the coroner's report showed that she died from a brain injury from a lax, lack of oxygen due, due to restraint, asphyxia, follow, struggle, and exertion. Her COPD was found to be a possible contributor to her death. But the coroner is saying clearly that she died from being choked to death. That's what asphyxia means. It means basically just being choked to death. You have no oxygen. None. You're not getting it. And she had brain damage, brain trauma, brain injury. 
Amazing. Amazing stuff. Quote, but for her interaction with the applicants, Mrs. Warner, Miss Warner, would likely be alive today, the forensic pathologist said during the preliminary hearing. Well, of course. Of course she would have. She was murdered. The guards, Amanda Rojas Silva, 42, and Shane Hutley, 35, were charged with manslaughter and criminal negligence after the incident. And here it is. that a judge said that there was not enough evidence to take to take the two to trial. The charges were then dropped. Oh, this just never stops. These stories never end, and I'm sick and tired of talking about them. This, these will stop when these people are held accountable. Full stop, period. That's, until then, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. These people with the out-of-control egos, absolute tyrants, they're going to continue to do this stuff until they're held accountable. The guards initially claimed that they were assaulted by the frail woman suffering from COPD, but it was later found out that the guards lied. Mr. Hut, quote, Mr. Hutley went as far as to claim that Ms. Uh, Warner delivered several overhand and underhand punches to Ms. Rojas Silva's face and was kicking her feet, says a court document by the Crown. Quote, later on, Mr. Hutley began sobbing and admitted he had not been truthful in the report, saying, I'm sorry, I, I would have never said the things I said if I'd have known there was a video, the court document says. And they dropped the charges anyway. They still dropped the charges. Even though there's video evidence, even though the coroner says she would be, still be alive today had she not been murdered by the guards. And in court documents, the guards say they lied strictly on the sole premise that they didn't know they were being taped. I'm done with this. I'm sick of this stuff. I'm so over it. These people have to be held accountable. It has to start immediately. Immediately. Unbelievable. So you get, you, that, that's just a, a double whammy. Not only was she murdered over something that everyone knows doesn't stop the China virus whatsoever. But they're also not going to go to jail. And now, now we have a dead woman. Another one. It's just incredible. It's heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching. All right, on to a better news story, some more good news, for, for me anyway. Some of you might not like this news, but I personally do love it. I love it, love it, love it. Yeah, everybody's talking about eggs in the comments section. So if you're listening, don't forget to uh, hit that like button, hit the subscribe, share the show. Um, the show is growing exponentially. Like, I can't explain to you. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It's all because of you. I'm less than 70 subscribers away from 1,000 on YouTube. So that would be incredible to get to and to get to it really fast. Uh, Scientific Libertarian 2.0. Even if the mass lowers initial viral load, <clears throat> that's not a reason to violently attack a sick person in the hospital. Hopefully, at least that guard will never work in a healthcare facility ever again. He deserves worse. 1,000% of that comment is 150,000% correct. Perfectly said. Thank you. It's maddening. All right. So our hero story of the day. <laughs> Unfortunately, this person is probably going to spend a significant time in jail, but uh, I think it's great. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. uh, a Utah plastic surgeon is charged for tossing 2,000 COVID uh, 
vaccines, giving kids saline shots instead of the real thing if they're anti-vax, parents requested it, and selling fake fake vaccine cards for $50 a pop. Absolutely incredible. So on my last episode, whenever I use the word vaccine, I'd say unmentionable. The reason I don't have to worry about it on this episode is because we're not talking about the vaccines in a negative connotation, right? It's just it's just part of the story. But in the other one, it was mentioning uh, certain things about that, right? And so um, I, you got you got to dance. I mean, it is what it is. So it's uh, it's a little bit difficult, but t- tonight we're perfectly fine using these words because it doesn't. They're only relevant to the story because the, the doctor uh, is getting charged because of it. So <clears throat> anyway, um, I was checking your comments real quick. A Utah plastic surgeon, surgeon, and this is from the Daily Mail UK, by the way. A Utah plastic surgeon and some of the staff members have been charged with running an elaborate COVID vaccine scam where they're accused of ordering thousands of doses of the shots then throwing them out and giving patients fake vaccine cards. Dr. Michael J. Kirk Moore has been charged along with nurse Carrie D. Bergwan, I guess, and neighbor Christine Jackson Anderson. Sandra, Flor- Sandra Flores, another of his staff members, was also charged. Wow. It's unclear from the indictment why they ran why they ran the alleged scheme. Prosecutors do not indicate if any of the defendants are anti-vaxxers themselves or if they were simply trying to make money. Uh, I think we can go ahead and assume that they're probably anti-vaxxers. <laughs> like, I, mean, I get what they I get you got to, you know, you got to say certain things when when uh, when you're doing these kinds of articles. But yeah, why, why wouldn't they? Be? If they if they're a pro-vax, they wouldn't be doing this because they would think that, you know, that was the right thing to do and they would be encouraging it. So anyway, moving on. The indictment, however, claims both Anderson and Moore are members of an unknown organization seeking to liberate the medical, that's in quotes, by the way, seeking to liberate the medical profession from government and industry conflicts of interest. In total, they sold nearly 2,000 fake vaccine cards for a profit of $96,850. Capitalism for the win. (laughs) That's based... Oh, man, that's too funny. All right. According to the indictment, the group pretended to administer 391 kids shots, 524 adult Pfizer shots, 64 Moderna shots, and 958 Johnson & Johnson shots between October of 2021 and September of 2022. In reality, they poured down they poured them down the drain using syringes, prosecutors say. <laughs> yeah, that's not somebody that's going to be – that's not – look, these aren't people that are thinking these are good products. We need to make sure the – the community gets them right. No chance. Not only were they giving people saline shots instead of the actual COVID shots, they then poured them down the drain. <laughs> Remarkable. They have been charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to conspiracy to convert, sell, convey, and dispose of government property and conversion, sale, convenience, and disposal, or I'm sorry, conveyance and disposal of government property in aiding and abetting. Question, serious question. Even if you're pro-vaccine, speaking for anyone and everyone, swear to God, if you're a libertarian, what's one of the rules we say about crimes? No crime, no victim, no crime, right? No victim, no crime. No victim, no crime. Any victims here? Potentially, actually, save people's lives. According to some of the data that's coming out now, waiting to see for more. 
Don't know yet, but no victims. Man deserves a medal. Not all heroes wear capes. Love it. So, sir, I salute you. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, man. Potentially saves people's lives, makes 100 grand, goes to prison. That's unfortunate. So, all right. In our uh, last story of the night, so apparently this is going to be a short episode, but I did want it to kind of be a short episode because I really want to make sure I'm getting things right. Scientific Libertarian 2.0 says that is fraud, which libertarians are against. But who was the fraud against? The fraud was against the government because the people all knew what they were getting. According to this, they all they all asked. So he didn't he didn't fraud any of the people that he was working for. He only fraud the government. Which is our taxpayer dollars. So which we didn't no none of us said yes, spend our tax money on this. So I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I get what you're saying. I'm not wholeheartedly disagreeing, but I still say there's no victim. So he shouldn't be charged with a crime, in my personal opinion. But we'll see. Um Uh, Cameron Vale says, yeah, you effed over the government. He's okay in my books. <laughs> Scientific Libertarian 2.0, we're against the fraud, but we're also against many of the reasons they feel they need to commit fraud. Yeah, that's a very valid point right there. Uh, I'm not sure who Adam here is talking about. Wow, you you want to talk about fraud. Aren't you siphoning money out of a foundation as we speak? David Gay Liberty means. Where's David Gay at? I had him on my show once. I don't know that dude at all. I don't know if you're talking to me or not. That's weird comment. He might be talking to somebody else. I have no idea. Uh, Nick says, no victim, no crime. That's right. Oh, he wasn't talking to me. Okay. So y'all can fight that out in the comment section. All right, let's get on this last one because I do want, I did want to spend time on this. Because again, just because it's in Britain doesn't matter. All right. A lot of the stuff that trickles out of Britain comes here. And I'll give you a great example of that. I almost a lot of you are new. I get I'm getting like new listeners by the hundreds. Sometimes some episodes by the thousands. It's wild to me. Um, I just last time I had checked, uh, the show was downloaded in 22 different countries. I checked again last night just to just to see. Now it's downloaded in 37 different countries, which is amazing. So for the new listeners, I'll give you a little bit of, of history of, of what I'm about to go into. Uh, about a month or two ago, I talked about how there was a British Army veteran that was arrested. For post repost, I think he retweeted. It wasn't even his tweet. He retweeted somebody else's a uh, picture, like a cartoon picture of a swastika, but the swastika had uh, all like the gay pride flag stuff in it. I don't know why my throat keeps going dry during the show. All of a sudden, weird. Must be the winter. He was arrested for that, for like retweeting or just tweeting that picture. Which is kind of funny. I mean, come on. You know, the Alphabet Mafia. I mean, I get how it can be offensive, but man, come on. Like, that's offending someone isn't supposed to be against the law. This is the West. All right. Shortly after that, a man in Atlanta had his door kicked in by the FBI, swatted because he had spray painted like a one foot by one foot swastika, two of them, on a, on a sidewalk. In Atlanta, 
Now that sidewalk had been painted with the gay pride rainbow colors. And that's what he painted over it. He got his door kicked in for that. I mean, back to back incidents. So now let's get, let's talk about this because this is amazingly terrifying. You don't even have to be religious to find this absolutely horrific. And this should be on everyone's radar. I mean, this is unbelievable. British Army veteran arrested for silently praying for his dead son near an abortion clinic. This is from The Blaze. A British Army veteran was confronted by police for standing silently near an abortion clinic in England. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that city. The man's apparent crime, he was silently praying for his son, his dead son. Adam Smith Connor of Southampton is the second Briton in recent months to have been arrested, not for speech or actions, but for silent prayer, for thoughts in his head. This is terrifying. This is literally thought police. It doesn't get worse than this. Well, I guess it could. They plant chips in your brain like Elon wants to do. Look, I'm an Elon fan when it comes to Twitter, but dude wants to put chips in your brain. So big red flags and, you know, keep them way over there, way over there. Like what you're doing at Twitter, but not a lot of trust. Keep doing the good things at Twitter, though. All right. And we're gonna, and, and it, this article is going to go into the, the, the other the first lady that was arrested for her thought crimes, which she was also silently praying. This, these are like back to back. Within, I don't know, maybe a month, month and a half. Absolutely terrifying. Smith Connor told uh, the Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF UK, a faith-based freedom advocacy group, that 22 years ago I drove an ex-girlfriend to a facility where I paid for her to have an abortion. Many years later, I came to realize what I had done, and it has been a source of great grief to me in my life. End quote. Another quote. I now pray for my son and to God for forgiveness said Smith Connor, adding, I would never have imagined being in a position to risk a criminal record for praying silently, nor should you ever have to fear that in the West. That's amazing. Oh, that's a great comment. Uh, look, can't, Casey Anthony babysitting. Looks like they turned their red flags into coats, right? Here's another good one. Soylent Green isn't bugs. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, Grumpy Grown, the chips are also going to be in your Bluetooth ear pods, right? If they're not already, just saying. Can't verify that. Um, I love me a good conspiracy theory. I like them better when I can verify them. So, but who knows at this point? Who, who the F knows? This is madness. Absolute madness. Smith Connor approached a British... Smith Connor approached a British pregnancy advisor service abattoir. I guess that's how you say that. And the English, to be honest with you, some of these words I've never seen before in my life. When it comes to medicine, because I have such an extensive medical background from the military, I can blast those words out immediately. I studied it for so long. Two years of school, just schooling alone in, in, the, uh, in the military before I even st got started. So that stuff is, is it rolls off the tongue. But I don't know what abattoir means. The hell is that? Something British. See, it's a space, obviously, some sort of building, some sort of occupancy. Occupancy. Um, 
Anyway, in the English county of Dorset on November 24th, Smith Connor approached the British uh, Pregnancy Advisor Service Abattoir in the English county of Dorset on November 24th to pray, quote, for my son Jacob, for other babies who have lost their lives to abortion, for their grieving families, and also for the abortion clinic staff, end quote. The National Catholic Register reported that Smith Connor was standing silently with his back to the facility to respect the privacy of staff and and visitors. Man, what else can you do? What else can you dude is being the most he's not harassing anybody. He's not he's not even speaking. He's not even facing towards the clinic. Literally just standing with his back to the clinic, praying to himself uh, for his son, to God, for the patients, for the patients' families, for or, or for the uh for the aborted babies, for the aborted babies' families. And for the actual staff themselves, I man, this does is just it can't. How much worse can it get? This is unbelievable. This is 1984 to a degree that George Orwell himself would be absolutely appalled to have even written the book in the first place. I keep telling people, like, man, I love stuff. I have 1984 sitting right there, uh, but maybe we shouldn't have wrote this stuff because all we've done is give these people ideas. It's beyond madness. <clears throat> Footage of the incident showed the officers asked, quote, what is the nature of your prayer today? End quote. Like, what the, are you talking? What business of yours is it? Number one, by the way, your lesson of the day, or at least one of the most important lessons of the day, never talk to cops. Don't talk to cops. Just ask them, am I being detained? And they say, no. Say, okay, thank you. And if they say yes, then, then don't say anything else but besides I'll wait for a lawyer. Or you can ask them questions, but don't answer their questions ever. Don't talk to them. These people are not your friends. I don't care how conservative you are. If you're wearing, if you're flying a thin blue lag, thin blue flag, thin blue line flag, whatever. I'm telling you, watch. Just wait. I mean, how many of these stories do I have to read? These people are not on your side. They are the boot. Politicians are nothing but gas bags if cops don't enforce their laws. All right. Politicians have no worth, no intrinsic value. They already don't, but they can do absolutely. It, can't, it cannot be implemented if the cops themselves don't enforce them. They are the boot on your snakehead. 100%. Don't talk to cops. Wait for a lawyer. That was his mistake. And I'm saying that because this guy's completely innocent of any wrongdoing whatsoever. Not only is he innocent, he was doing something admirable. And it doesn't matter where you stand on the side of abortion. Come on, man. Dude, or even if you're atheist, dude, literally just pray. He's even praying for the staff. This is madness. Quote, what is the nature of my prayer? I'm praying for my son. End quote. The female officer notes that there is a clause within the public space protection order around prayer and around disapproval around the activities at the clinic here. The further you keep going left, the worse you're going to keep going. All right. This is just a fact. Progressivism is the cancer of every state. I mean, it's. Amazing, amazing. Lunatic Libertarian in the house. Cajun, bunch of fire. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. 
Sounds like that might be a Scottish toilet, says Cameron. <laughs> That's funny. That's very good. Uh, Grumpy Gnome, does GB have that? I have no idea. I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Glenn Beck. That's the only GB I know. I do listen to Glenn Beck every day. I get it. Most of my content is from The Blaze, which is Glenn Beck's uh, brainchild. Glenn Beck is a staunch constitutional conservative. He's more libertarian than conservative. But the reason I listen to Glenn Beck every day and I, and I get from The Blaze a lot of my content is because it's just objective information, right? I can go to a lot of places and I get conservative spins on it. I can get left-leaning spins on it. And sometimes I do. I'll grab an article from the same article from two different sides and then I'll pull it together and we'll contrast and compare. And most of the time, what you're going to get is a lot more truth from the conservative side of the aisle with their conservative spin on it. And you'll get a lot more lies with the with their left-leaning progressive. Don't use the word liberal, please. Do what you want, right? But these people aren't liberals. Okay, liberals are, are libertarians. Classical liberals are libertarians, which are now considered right-wing. Ask me how that happened. Unbelievable. But these people aren't liberals. They're progressives, and they're authoritarian nightmares. It, 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 this is all because of this. They, they've traveled this path over the pond. Now look where they're at. It's just it, – it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, that's a valid point. I don't trust the blaze institutional media, even if it's conservative. Um, I get that, but I do trust them because it's it's objective information. Uh, I learn a ton from Beck's show and from the blaze because most of the time it doesn't give you. There is conservative spin a little bit, tiny bit of it in here, which is a few of the words, but mainly it's just information. And that's all I'm looking for. I just give me the information and then I'll report it the way that I in you know basically the show is an op-ed, right? I get the information, I give you my opinions on them, and I try to teach what I can in the process because I have turned off every show that I can't learn anything from. If I can't learn new information or how to deal with certain things, then I'm just gonna kill you. Not ooh, that shouldn't say sorry, don't don't hurt me, YouTube. I meant kill the kill your show. I'm not gonna listen to your show no more. <laughs> you gotta be careful with words there. My goodness. All right, carrying on. Um, he is now challenging the uh, resultant council fine. Yeah. Man, they word stuff weird over there. He is now challenging the resultant council fine, stating, quote, this cannot be right in a country that values freedom. Uh, well, might want to catch up to some of us, brother. They don't concert. They don't value freedom over there. Just the same as our government does not value freedom here. Full stop. But I get what he's saying, the context. He's right. Quote, freedom of thought has to be one of the most fundamental freedoms that any human being can have, he said. I, quote, I spent 20 years in the military, including spending time in Afghanistan, defending the very principle of freedom. That's very debatable. Uh, you spent time in Afghanistan. I'm not going to touch that right now. Let's let's stay on topic because I'll get off in military industrial complex stuff. I, I won't recover from it. It's maddening. Thank you for thinking that that's what you were doing, but, and I'm, like I said, I'm a veteran. It's, it's, it's maddening. I, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing was out in the military. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You know, I had to find out the hard way later. Sucks. Quote, I'm not a criminal, Smith Connor emphasized. I am a husband, a father. I'm a military veteran and I'm a Christian, but I have been censored. Bro, you've been worse than censored. You've been arrested. That ain't censored. You're a criminal now. 
All right, and here was the one. Okay, so this was just on December 6th. The Blaze previously reported that a woman was similarly, similarly arrested by police over her silent prayer on December 6th in Birmingham, England. Isabel Vaughn Spruce was charged with breaching a PSPO. Quote, nobody should be arrested for the thoughts they have in their own mind. The arrest and charge appears to be premised entirely on her admission. Don't talk to the cops. Don't talk to the cops. On her admission that she was praying internally, end quote, her legal representative said in a statement, quote, the clinic was closed and she was standing in a public space without once engaging anyone as a public space. She was not banned from being present there, end quote. The representative noted that in Adam's case, he, quote, could now face prosecution for holding thoughts and lifting those thoughts up to God in prayer within a censorship zone. This is truly, truly nightmarish stuff. And man, I, you know, other than, other than spreading the word, right? Um, I naturally just assume that not everyone is consuming the news and this information on a, on a scale that I am. Cause I lit, I have my entire day filled with, consuming news from around the world so that I can bring it to y'all so I can be what we would call in the Christian world, like a, you know, the watchman on the watchtower, right? A, kind of a, an alarming voice to let you know that, Hey, this is kind of what's happening. This is what's going on. And these are the things we need to, to keep in mind and, and, and be concerned of and be aware of because man, if, if this comes here, I'm telling you right now, that that's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Just just look here. Recently, we keep having attacks on substations. That's horrifyingly bad. We just had more attacks. I think this morning or yesterday, knocking out power. Our electrical infrastructure grid is completely unstable, very outdated, insecure, and fragile to say the least. You start having this stuff be normal in this country. That's going to end bad because political violence is never good. There's a lot of talk on, on the internet and around, like talking about civil war. I'm like, you got to stop. There, there is this much. And for those of you listening later, it's a zero, a 0% possibility of good coming from that. Lots of amount of people, lots of amounts of people will be murdered and they would be dead. Sons and daughters will have no fathers. Some of them won't have mothers either. Some of them are going to die too. We can't have that. That is unacceptable. We don't need that. We can reform this government. We can even have a revolution without a single violent act ever being performed in this country. There are 330 million of us plus. There's less than 1% of them. They are ants. We are the boot. We need to find a way to work together and understand that there is only one enemy. That is the state. Versus we the people. And when we the people really wake up and realize that we're fighting each other at the behest of their uh, propaganda that they rain upon us to keep us divided. Once we squash that and we come together, we could literally change the course of this country and in future generations for countless, for countless centuries. If we just unite and say, no, what are you going to do? 
as I learned from my very good friend and mentor, Spike Cohen, reality of power. What are you going to do? Because we outnumber you by a lot. It's always worth repeating. The, the very scene from uh, A Bug's Life, where the grasshoppers are telling the lead grasshopper, Kevin Spacey, the pedophile. i got to throw that in there every time. I can't stand pedophile. I hate him. Woodchipper. Woodchipper. They tell him, hey, we got enough food. We don't need to go back. It's fine. They say, oh, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then he kicks the pipe over and all the all the food comes pouring out and crushes the ants. He said, those puny little ants outnumber us 100 to 1. If they ever wake up and realize that, our way of life is over. That's the lesson. Because I promise you, if we start to have this in our country before we unite and peacefully revolt and just mass noncompliance kicks in into full effect, it's going to be devastating. Devastating. Lots of people are going to die. And that's all. I, the only reason I'm here is for my kids and your kids. I want something that resembles a liberty-minded America prior to COVID. <laughs> like, you'd have never known who I was had it not been for that nonsense. And I'm in Mississippi. We didn't even participate. I left my house every day. Never missed a day of work. Right? But I walked around the country and I'm like, well, I've kind of done some research on history, and I know that if we do this, this can't end well. So I was vehemently against two weeks to flatten the curve, if I can be perfectly honest. And now look where we're at. So, yes, I was right, as were many of you. Can't do this. Because now look where we're at. The only way you can get this stuff back is through mass noncompliance. It will work. But it has to be it has to include the word mass. Mass meaning the majority. So, talk to you. I fight online. I get it. You know, I'm on Twitter. I'm in the trenches every day. And some people are just unreasonable. Most of those people are the minority. But we need to come together. Because we also can't forget about the fact that who's going to pay the bills? It's going to be, if we make it long enough, it'll be your grandkids. It'll be my grandkids. That's who's going to pay these bills. And they didn't have a say in this. My kids are 14, 6, and 3. You think they had an objective opinion about this? No. But they're the ones stuck with the bill and their kids and their kids. There's so many factors here that are absolutely devastating. And we can change this. We can fix this. But there's only one way. It's got to be unifying. It has to be. Let's get to some of your comments. Uh, I missed a bunch of them. Huh. Sorry. Like I told you last episode, I hate not getting to your comments. So I wanted to come short a little bit. We got about 10 minutes max left. Probably only going to use five. Me too, Cajun. They used our school indoctrination in order to get us to join. Yes, they did. It wasn't just the school indoctr indoctrination. Oh, I'm messing my words up tonight. Again, I don't, I don't understand my throat's dry. Yeah, for me, it wasn't even just the, uh, just the school indoctrination. Yeah, that was one part of it for sure. Another part of it was basic television, basic generational propaganda handed down, you know, to my to my grandparents, to my parents, and then to me as well, right? And it's just this. This idea of, 
Like that's, you know, there's a tiny fraction of the population that joins the military. They're the brave, they're the, they're the courageous, you know, be that, be that 1% that joins the military and serves the country. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that for sure. Like I know boot camp sounds terrible. The military sounds rough, but I want to get it in. I want to try it. I want to, I want to conquer it period. And so I did. And then you get out while you're in there, you start waking up pretty quickly and then you get out and it's just maddening because I can promise you right now, if you'd asked me 15 years ago when I was in the military with the, with the U S Navy working for the United States Marine Corps, because if you don't know, side note, uh, the Marine Corps doesn't have their own medical personnel. The Navy provides it for them. And so that's what I did. I graduated hospital McCormick school. It's basically a nursing degree wrapped up in four months. It's a horrendously hard school. One of the hardest schools with the highest attrition rates in the military It's it's tough. And then, um, I left there. I went to Pensacola, Florida. I graduated aerospace medicine program. I'm also a certified aerospace medicine technician. Just a fancy way of dealing with G-force and high altitudes for pilots. That is an upper respiratory situation, which is why I focus a lot on this, because what is the China virus? It's upper respiratory infection. I knew they were lying from, from the jump. I knew they were lying because I have massive. This is my appeal to authority argument. People ask me, I hate the appeal to authority argument, but people ask me to do it frequently. So everybody knows when I talk about medicine, it's not speaking out of my rectum. Right. Like I have a vast amount of education in this. I also worked in surgery for like 16 months before I joined the military. And so and then I went on to the Marine Corps to be a, a combat medic, which is a, a field medicine technician. And so <clears throat> anyway, it, it, it's maddening. I, I, would, I want my kids to grow up in some sort of America that was just at the very minimum pre-COVID, pre-COVID. Right. And now now that I've done two years i've only been in this two years a lot of people don't even realize that like i'm very new to this i've been doing the show for like a year and a half i've been in politics for like two years well three years now i guess and so i've had to do a lot of learning lots of it i consume so much me and my wife talked about maybe it was too much too fast i'm super black billed right now because i don't know how you deal with the bureaucrats people if you think voting is going to get us out of this well i got some beachfront property in arizona to sell you straight up that ain't how this is going to work so, all right, LOL, LA literally the boot, right? <laughs> yeah, some of y'all are just, just talking with each other. Um, Cameron says, you might not get violent about it. Your opposition has no problem using it on you, brother. You ain't lying right there. Casey Anthony babysitting says, Klaus Schaub, 2020, 2024, 2020, 2024, my God. Yeah, you will own nothing and be happy. Um, that I learned that that was one of the first things I learned from Beck, by the way, was about the world economic form and the great reset. I have that book right up there from Glenn Beck himself, the great reset. So a great book, great book. If you want to really be informed on what's going on, get the great reset from Glenn Beck. Absolutely terrifying. <clears throat> Mississippi, back to Louisiana, or at least come to Texas. Ha <laughs> Yeah, I'm in Mississippi. My wife is from Mississippi, and, we, and she's a decade younger than me, and she has uh, like a, a half a dozen sisters. And so um, it was much easier to come back up here for the uh, for the kids. And I got deathly, I got fatally ill in 2018, and so and I still have to deal with that disease sometimes. But um, so yeah, it's just easier for us to be here. Nick says Federal Reserve is as dry as the cow is going to get. Whole country is broke to a computer run by the World Bank. 
Ain't no doubt. So I do want to talk about here in the next upcoming episodes. I want to get a little bit more research behind me. But I, I'm going to tell you right now, and I've tweeted about it. A CBDC, a central big CDBC, a central digital banking currency is one of the worst things that can ever happen. It, it, it might be and probably is the most prominent and imminent threat to our liberty as we speak. And nobody wants to talk about it because talking about money sucks. It's boring. And it's boring to me. It's a boring to a lot of people except for a bunch of nerds, right? Sorry if I was calling you nerds. I think I admire nerds. I, I love nerds. I wish I was more of a nerd. Turning into, turning into more of a nerd. However, it is absolutely a nightmare. Nightmare. If the if the Federal Reserve can get their hands on a central central banking central banking digital currency, they have control over every penny in the bank. Every penny, and they can cut you off just like that. And that's exactly why Klaus Schwab. Shout out to Casey Anthony, uh, babysitting. Great handle, by the way. Oof, that's rough. Uh, yeah, that's why he says China's the model. China has a social credit score, and then they have a digital currency that they can control. You violate their social social credit score. Boom, you got no money. Uh, oh, you misgendered somebody. No, no money for you for three business days. Money's gone. Yep, that's how that will work. We allow it to. We allow it to. Dave Davis says, 15 days to flatten the curve became 30 days to flatten the curve." Yeah, okay. Well, we're more like two and a half years to flatten the curve now. So, a couple more, and then we'll get up out of here. Ooh, there y'all got a lot more. All right, so let me see if I can grab some real quick. Patricia Marie, help me escape this prison. Yeah, in Jesus' name, I'm trying. I am trying. Please, we got to try. So says love from central New York, love from central Mississippi. Thank you so much for checking in. <clears throat> Cameron says the Marine Corps is part of the Navy. Yes, they are, 100%. Mo Fantasy says, yeah, man, military woke my butt up real quick. Yes, it, it will do that. A lot of people don't understand that veterans are the number one most abused and the first abused by the government. And we realize it real fast. It, it don't take long. You're in like a year and you're like, oh, well, I'm stuck. And so you do what you do. You do what you can do. Great mistakes. Yep. It's why I wanted to say that um, it, it's wild to me that unless well, right at 15 years ago, um, I was in the I just joined the military. You'd have never, ever heard me saying I would be discouraging anyone and everyone from joining the United States military. And here I am, a veteran, discouraging anyone and everyone. <laughs> do not do that. Under no circumstances should you go into that. You know, one of the first acronyms I learned in the military was Navy, N-A-V-Y. Never again volunteer yourself. And you find out very shortly or find out very quickly why that is the way it is. So, yeah, a lot of people talking about CBDC. It's it's a nightmare. It's so frightening. If they get a hold of the money, it's over. It's over. If they control, if the money ain't free, the people ain't free. Because what are you going to do? So here's what we need to do. Learn to, to grow food. Learn to harvest food. Learn to filter water, stockpile ammo. If you got resources and you got money, get gold, get silver, accumulate over time. It never loses value, right? It'll always be a trading uh, weapon in any market whatsoever because people want it. 
And I've never understood that because to me, gold doesn't hold any, any intrinsic value. My wife had a really good point. And she was like, you know, it's been in the Bible since like the days of old. So it's, there's got to be something spiritual behind to why. Because I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> who's going to buy gold when they're starving? What are you going to melt it down and build yourself some earrings? Like who cares? But it will. It will work. It, people will trade for it. Absolutely. So if you can invest, get you some gold. Scientific Libertarian 2.0. My dad was in the military. He told me if I if I joined, he'd break my legs, and I believed him. Oh, it's a good dad. That's <laughs> a very good dad. Very good dad. Lockheed Martin, bad, says Patricia Marie. Yeah, for sure. Military industrial complex. Oof. Janice says, peace from Cali. Janice, glad to see you back on here. I missed you. In the cycle of violence from Patricia Marie. I'm trying to catch as most of y'all's comments before we jump up out of here as I can. Um, oh, that's a good one. Patricia Marie, I'm a CFO assistant, a, a chief financial officer, for those that don't know. I play with numbers all day. Tough job. Not my not my gig. I'd rather I'd rather do this. So if you can spread the word, right? Like, because I'm desperately wanting to do this for a living. Because not only do I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, yeah, it is a lot of work to be honest with you. Like, so I go through, I mean, we just went through four articles in like 40 minutes. I spent hours collecting these and trying to find them, collect them. And of course I don't print the whole article out and read it because that would be a ridiculously boring show and I would never have time to comment on it. So I've got to go through and nitpick every single article and steal content from it. So um, I have the talent. I think uh, the numbers are saying that I do. So I'd really like to turn this into a, a profession and, not do something like CFO. Kudos to you, Patricia, because oof, no, thank you. Uh, Cameron Vale says, garden, learn to can, become skilled in some of the old fashioned crafts. It's all about you can do now. Correct. I'll, I'll leave you with this last statement. David, thank you, sir. That's amazing. He says you deserve every penny you earn doing this. I'm, I'm not sure. He's probably talking to uh, somebody else. I hope he's talking to me, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't make any money off of this. I, I bought all this with my own money. I do this with my own time, my own money. Um, I don't. I don't make any money. I get one cent per download on Anchor, and after it's got, I've got five point three thousand downloads and less than one hundred episodes on Anchor. And I've made about 50 bucks. So, and I've cashed out 25. I still got 25 sitting in there. So I guess I can't really say. Um, I make, I'm, I don't make any money because I do kind of make some money. Pennies, literally. Uh, Cameron says, my young Cajun friend, we're going to make you a star. Thank you, bro. Uh, I'll be 40 in April. I don't know how much young you, younger I am than you, but thank you so much. Um, I don't necessarily care about making, being a star. I, I just want... Uh, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I love doing this right here because I'm so passionate about it and I want to make an impact. And so I, I think it's so important. It's so important. Oh, David says, I'm talking to you, Noel. You deserve every penny you make while doing this. We can't promote liberty if our best fighters aren't well supplied. Brother, thank you so much. That much love to you, man. That's an amazing, amazing compliment. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to move forward. I'm trying to press forward. I'm, I'm not giving up. I almost did give up from what Facebook did to me. <clears throat> it, it slaughtered me, and then I recouped. I gathered back together, and when Elon took over Twitter, 
My Twitter profile started booming. I started getting help over there. The show continues to blow up. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. And hopefully I can turn this into a career because I would love to be able to do this full time. I would love to spend my hours during the day researching, studying history, studying what's happening around the world, trying to be that watchman on the wall so that we can protect and we can be the vanguard against the evil that's headed our way. And that they're literally trying to rain down on us, not just now, but in perpetuity. Remember, these are lifelong. These are decades long implementations that they want to choke us out with. The, the, the communist is willing to play the life game, the life game. He'll die if he only moves the meter, the meter or the needle <laughs> mixed up meter and needle. The communist will die if he only moves the needle one speck in the direction of his zealous religion. So we need to be operating under the same precept. We need to be full force, full charge, pedal to the gas. Absolutely 100% as much as we can, as much as we can. Precious metals have intrinsic value. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> Spray bugs and teach love and, and respect. Amen. Thank you, Patricia Marie. All right. I love each and every one of you. We're going to get out of here. Some of you weren't here when I said at the beginning of the show, um, what I told my, my wife and I talked about yesterday was this is going to be more consistent now. So I want to, I want to let every one of you know. So if, if you want to be a part of the program, which you are a part of the program, because I want to put your comments on the screen. You're literally contributing to the show. It's amazing. And I love it so much. And every comment drives the algorithm. Then on every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central and every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, there will be a show. Sometimes I will have guests. Most of my shows will be solo just because I'm learning now that a lot of people want to hear not just me, but they want to hear like the content that I'm providing. Now, when I can drag a special guest on here, like the last guest I had was Chloe Cole. Chloe Cole's got almost 100,000 followers on Twitter. She has been on the Glenn Beck radio show. She's been on the Glenn Beck podcast. If you don't know that show, you need to go back and watch that show. That's an amazing show. That was the last guest I had on. That was before Christmas. So sometimes, and those guests will almost always be on the Sunday show, but it's not going to be every Sunday. Most of the shows are going to be just like this, but every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central and every Sunday at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Central live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Please, if you can watch and comment on YouTube, because I'm really trying to drive those numbers up. And then afterwards, you can catch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically everywhere you get your podcast. So if you like the show, please leave a comment. Please leave a like. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and to all those other podcast formats. Leave me a five-star review so I can keep driving this forward so that I can keep spreading this message as we grow the show together and we grow the core audience together. It still shocks me. It shocks me that I'm literally averaging like 3,000 views a show now. That's remarkable. And I'm averaging 80, and that's live. I'm averaging 85 downloads per show after the show goes off. No, I'm sorry, it's 89. Just two months ago, it was in the 60s. So an average of 89 people are downloading the show after it's aired on those podcast formats. So you are helping me grow the show. We are helping getting these words out. We as a team are driving this movement that we call and not loosely liberty. 
And for me, that's in Jesus' name for our children, for our generations, because we have to make an impact and we have to make it now. So hit the like button, hit the share button, subscribe to the channel. I love each and every one of y'all. Thank you so much, Janice. You are amazing, amazing person. Every one of you are amazing. And I will see you Sunday night at 6 p.m. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel.